What is up, guys? We are one day away from another top 10 showdown as the Hoosiers will host Ohio State this weekend. We previewed the Buckeyes on Thursday's episode. We'll give you all the final information you need ahead of hopefully the Hoosiers' first top 10 win of the season, but what will certainly shape up to be another interesting night in Bloomington. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Friday, October 22nd. This is Locked On Hoosiers. Appreciate you guys making us your first listen every day. We're free and available everywhere you guys listen to podcasts free and available on all platforms including youtube at locked on hoosiers where your daily source for iu athletic news i'm your host as always jacob rood as we said to kick off the show we will bring you all the last minute information to preview this matchup where to watch it betting lines matchups to watch all of that fun stuff But first, we need to mention that this episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by McDonald's, new sponsor we are working with. Everybody obviously knows who McDonald's is, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. As always, you guys can subscribe to the podcast, as I mentioned. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Follow us on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. Let's jump into this. I want to try to keep it a little bit shorter for you guys today because we've had a couple of long podcasts this week. Let's get you out of here quickly today. Obviously, as we said, it's IU versus Ohio State on Saturday at Memorial Stadium. Another sellout. That's the good news. Uh, take adv- <laughs> take advantage of these because based on how the Hoosiers are playing this season, I don't know how many more of these sellouts we are going to have. Hopefully this is a blip. Hopefully the fan support will stay there. Hopefully sellouts will become the norm at Memorial Stadium because that place gets loud. The team feeds off of it. It's a lot of fun when those games are sold out. But it is a sellout on Saturday 7.30 p.m. kickoff, nighttime kickoff. Uh, my favorite types of games are the nighttime games. We're back on ABC, back on prime, prime time. Apparently that Penn State performance didn't scare off uh, ABC too much. But uh, hopefully this contest is nothing like that one because that one was hard to watch four quarters of. Ohio State, I'm sure you guys know, has absolutely dominated this series. They are 76-12-5 all-time against the Hoosiers. Indiana actually won four of the first five games in this matchup, which means since then, uh, Ohio State is 75-8-5 against the Hoosiers. So they've won 75 of the last 88 games these two have played. Uh, Indiana won in 1901. They obviously played sparingly very early on. Uh, but yeah, the first four of the first five matchups IU won, and it has been all downhill since. Ohio State comes in with a 25-game winning streak. That is brutal. Mentioned it a couple times this week talking about this game, including, as I said, on Thursday's podcast where we talked to Jay Stevens of Locked on Buckeyes. 
This is the last monkey on the back for the Hoosiers and Tom Allen. They were unable to do it last season with that memorable 42-35 to game. Probably the peak of Michael Penix. Uh, a little bit unfortunate to say that. Uh, we talked a lot about him this week, uh, especially on Tuesday's show with Jared, where we talked a lot about the offense. I don't know what Michael Penix's future is. Hopefully there is a peak greater than that. Uh, both for him, most importantly, and for the Hoosiers. But that was a memorable day. Hopefully, the Hoosiers are able to give us another memorable day. There have been some memorable games in this, uh, I don't want to call it a rivalry, because we just gave you the record in this series, I guess. Uh, there was the game in 2015, 34-27, Ohio State win. That was the Xander Diamant game. The Zeke Elliott game probably is a better way to... Describe it, but that's the game when Xander Diamant has to step in, rushes for that long touchdown. Hoosiers couldn't stop Zeke Elliott all day, but uh, Ohio State couldn't stop Xander Diamant. They nearly tied the game as time expired. Uh, there was a pass interference in the end zone. I will always, always, always say this. That went wholly uncalled because it was hot. It, it was Ohio State. That's why it went uncalled. And we are Indiana. And the game ends, uh, Hoosiers falling just short. There was also the game in 2012, 52-49, Ohio State. A little bit deceiving because the Hoosiers scored a couple times late to make that game look close and give Ohio State a bit, a bit of a scare. That was Pete Cam Kaufman, 275 passing yards. I would imagine that's his peak. I didn't dive too deep into exactly what his peak was. Those were some dark days for IU football. But uh, outside of that... This has not been a, a, a series that the Hoosiers have had a lot of fun in. I've been at more than a few um, IU games. I've watched Braxton Miller run all over the Hoosiers. Uh, I've watched Terrell Pryor, I believe, uh, run all over the Hoosiers. Uh, there was a game my freshman year that I've tried to forget. The Ohio State won 33-14, I remember, and it was a cold night. It was not a fun night. That's a, typically how a lot of these games go, and it's probably going to be a Maybe not as, as cold of a night, but definitely not a fun night, I imagine, for this Hoosier team on Saturday. We can hope, though. I, there's all, I'll always have hope right before kickoff. I always convince myself IU has a shot. We'll see, because this would be a really, really big win, a really fun win to get, because there's no team I want to beat more other than Purdue each season than Ohio State. We'll get to some of the matchups to watch, some of the players to watch on both sides of the ball for both teams, uh, including that ever-reliable Hoosier defense and the always-reliable Micah McFadden. Speaking of reliable, there's probably no place more reliable than McDonald's, who we mentioned at the top of the show. This episode of Locked on Hoosiers, as we said, is brought to you guys by McDonald's. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get that tasty and affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come and reconnect. It's a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi, endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. For me, it is the go-to late-night snack the go-to fourth meal. I literally, right before this podcast, for those on YouTube, can see the McDonald's uh, fries I had. I went there before this podcast to get a little fuel before we started recording tonight. Uh, my go-to late-night snack, whether it's a, maybe it's a McChicken, maybe it's some 
nuggets. Maybe it's some fries, as I just said. Maybe it's an apple pie. Absolutely love their apple pies. It's a it's a place you guys can look forward to stopping on a lo- long road trip. If you're uh, commuting to some of these IU games, going down to Bloomington with the construction right now, I'm sure that always seems like a long road trip. So make sure you guys uh, head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Thanks again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Still going to preview some of those matchups to watch. We're also going to talk some betting lines, including some prize picks over-unders that uh, I found before tonight's show. Once we do that, though, make sure your second listen of the day is Locked on Pacers. We've talked about this week. They had a gut-wrenching defeat to Charlotte, LaMelo Ball, and the Hornets on Wednesday. Watch that game. Really good first half for the Pacers. Really bad second half. We also talked about the Hoosiers uh, in the NBA. If you guys want to go listen to Wednesday's podcast, and get an idea of uh, how the Hoosiers are going to be doing in the NBA this season as their regular season got kicked off this week. Let's get back to this IU football game on Saturday here on Locked on Hoosiers. Uh, The top matchup to watch for me, it's a little bit of a cop-out, but it's just this IU defense for C.J. Stroud. Uh, Last season, as you guys remember, IU made... um, Justin Fields look bad. I mean, just straight up bad. He made some really bad throws that game. Uh, that I know the scoreline shows 42 points, but that was a, a overall pretty poor f- performance from Justin Fields. And it was <clears throat> the Hoosiers were able to create some turnovers. Now, in typical Hoosier fashion, they turned some of those or they the one interception I remember they had, they literally on the return fumbled it um, and gave the ball back. But they were able to create some turnovers and get themselves back in the game. So uh, hopefully, with even a better defense this season, uh, the Hoosiers are able to do some of the same to CJ Stroud. Uh, we talked on Thursday's episode about uh, just how good this Ohio State offense is and how C.J. Stroud has really found his way after uh, struggling early in the season, both just in terms of finding his rhythm and with a shoulder injury. But he has certainly hit his groove, clicking on all cylinders coming into this game. But this is a Hoosier defense that we've said time and time again that I have the utmost faith in. Um, they are incredible. Every time I think that there is a task too tall for them, uh, they answer the bell. I thought there were multiple times. I just thought kind of coming into the game in general last week, that was going to be a really big test. They answered it overall. And then even just like late in the game when it seemed like the Hoosiers had had their shot and missed out on it. Um, they, Noah Pierre comes up with that big interception in the end zone and gives the Hoosier offense even one more chance. And that is going to be valuable this season. 
They haven't really had a lot of takeaways, so maybe that's something we could get a positive regression to the mean on. It'll certainly be something interesting to watch. As I said last year, 18-30 for 300 yards for Justin Fields with three interceptions. And uh, like I said, he just kind of looked pedestrian at times. As pedestrian as a 300-yard, two-touchdown game can look. Uh, the Hoosiers really got to him last season, so hopefully they're able to do the same to C.J. Stroud. A couple players to watch. We mentioned Micah McFadden. I can't mention Micah McFadden enough. Uh, <laughs> Jared and I wanted to talk about him a little bit more on Tuesday's episode, but we got talking about the offense so much and ran so long that I had to cut that out. I promise you we're going to just rave about Micah McFadden one, one episode. Uh, <clears throat> maybe it'll be next week. Because we both want to make the case for him being the Dick Buckus frontrunner. He's the best linebacker in the country, in my opinion. So as many times as we will get to watch him to finish out his career, I will take full advantage of it. Uh, so I will be excitedly watching him against that Ohio State uh, offense and against that true freshman run, running back, Travion Henderson, I believe. Um the other name that's kind of a, an obvious name to watch will be Jack Tuttle. And that's just kind of in general with this whole offense. You could say you, uh, if you're talking about a unit, that offensive line, at the risk of being pessimistic, I've kind of given up hope that the offensive line is going to turn into anything positive. Uh, they've just had the same struggles time and time again. And it hasn't really mattered who they're playing who's under center, any of that stuff. They continue to struggle. So it puts even more pressure on Jack Tuttle. Listen, ultimately, I thought he played decently last week. You cut out the turnovers, and it's a game that the Hoosiers really had a shot in. I mean, directly, there's a pick six that's off the board. And if you want to play that game, the Hoosiers win. Now, obviously, we know that that's not how that would have went, but um, – that kind of tells you how fine the margins are with this team. But turnover-free football should be the goal anyway. So that's a big thing I'm going to be looking at. I know Nick Sheridan mentioned it, that the quarterbacks have turned the ball over too much this season. It's There's so many things wrong that we've talked about with this offense, but the turnovers are probably the one that should be the easiest to correct because – that should always be the aim is turnover-free football. If Jack Tuttle is able to not turn the ball over, uh, make some of the same type of plays and throws he made last week, and just kind of expand just a little bit, I would imagine he's just going to look a little bit better, a little more chemistry with his receivers, maybe some more throws downfield this week as he's building that chemistry. Uh, if he's able to make some plays like that, then... I feel a little bit better about this Hoosier offense. The problem is you're coming up against an Ohio State offense that is certainly going to put up the points. So the Hoosiers are going to have to score this week, I would imagine. And Jack Tuttle is going to be at the center of that. Let's talk uh, some betting, the lines, some prize picks, props, all that fun stuff. But only after I tell you guys about Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar by now, you are missing out. We've talked about them, honestly, since we started this podcast about two, three months ago. Uh, they've been always a loyal helper of the Locked On Podcast Network. 
listen, most protein bars are chalky, waxy. They're just not enjoyable to eat. Not built bar. These are 100% real chocolate. You're going to bite into it. You're going to think you're eating candy. And that is on top of some of the delicious flavors they have, whether it's raspberry, mint brownie, coconut, double chocolate, cherry barcia. And this month, Built Bar is coming out with a new flavor, limited time flavors every three to four days. So make sure you guys head on over to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. We talked about or mentioned that we're going to talk about some of these bet online odds. Uh, bet online is a place we always go to to get the point spreads, the money lines, your over unders, all of that stuff, because they're the number one spot for basketball and football action this season. Head on over there today, whether on your computer or on your mobile device. Sign up and use promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is free money they're giving you that you can bet on this weekend's game, whether it's football, whether it's NBA that we talked about, postseason baseball is here, NHL, boxing, UFC, your favorite Vegas casino games, whatever it is, go take advantage of what Bet Online has to offer. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Let's give a shout out to Isaiah Thomas, the uh, IU point guard legend who was named to NBA's 75 greatest players list. Uh, that full list was announced this week across three days by the NBA as they celebrate their 75th season. He was uh, one of the original 50 greatest players, and every one of those players got voted into the 75th uh, anniversary team. Shout out to him for that. Back to this Ohio State IU game. Ohio State comes in uh, heavily favored. They are uh, minus 21 coming into the day, so 21-point underdog the Hoosiers are. Ohio State minus 1400 money line. If you're feeling the Hoosier upset, you're going to get great odds on it. Plus 825 with an over under of 58.5. That over under is the number out of all those I would be targeting. I would be stunned if this game gets to that high of a score. Jared laid out all the points last week ahead of that Michigan State game. If I use going to win this game, it's going to be controlling the ball winning time of possession, low-scoring affair. It's exactly what happened last week, minus IU winning the game. Uh, but I also just in general think this is in a, a top 10, top 15 defense the Hoosiers have, and it is a bottom, I don't even know, 30, 40 offense. There's not going to be a lot of points this game. So if I were giving you a bet, it'd be that under 58.5. SP Plus is a bit in agreement. Um, just to give you some of the numbers for both these teams, Ohio State is number two overall in SP+. Number one overall offense, number 21 defense. Indiana actually jumped 13 spots <laughs> after last week. Uh, they went from in the low 50s up to 46. 
they, as I said, the offense is 79th in the country, but the defense is 20th. This game specifically, SP Plus predicts Ohio State 38, Indiana 20 or 19, a 21 points, or excuse me, 19 point. Math is hard. That's why I went into journalism. 38 19 Ohio State win, which would be 19 points, which um, Indiana would technically cover if you're confident on that. But it is an 86% win expectancy for Ohio State with that expected margin of 19.1. As I said, even with that total, that would be just barely under. I don't expect a 38 19 game. I'm thinking more like a 27 to 10. Uh, somewhere around there, 24 to 13, maybe if it if we're really lucky. Uh, I, I think it'll be a multi-possession or multi-score win, multi-possession score win. That was really I made that really hard. <laughs> Ohio State will win by a lot, but there's not going to be 58 and a half points. Prize picks has a couple of really interesting props. Uh, three of them I highlighted. C.J. Stroud over under 324.5 passing yards. That would be by far the most the Hoosiers have given up this season, passing yards. I believe Desmond Ritter was the closest, and we saw how much they controlled him in that first half when they were at 100%. So I would take the under pretty clearly on this. Uh, I would be stunned if they threw for that many passing yards as – I would also be stunned that his over-under on passing touchdowns is three and a half. The Hoosiers haven't given up four passing touchdowns this season, period. They've barely had they've barely had many games where they've given up four touchdowns, let alone four passing touchdowns. So I think both of these numbers are pretty heavy unders. Uh, obviously, some of it depends on the health of Taiwan Mullen and Reese Taylor. Um Coach Allen talked on Thursday, said he would like both of them back. There's no update on either. But we saw even without him, or without them, I should say, against Michigan State, uh, they were able to keep that offense under wraps. would be a, a much tougher task with Ohio State, but I still am com- confident in this defense. And just in general, 324.5 yards, 3.5 touchdowns. Taking the over on both of those is just an incredible performance against a defense we just told you is top 20 in the country. So I would take the under on both those. Hoosiers are going to be at home under the lights, hyped up. The other one I would take is Ty Freifogel. His over-under is five receptions. Listen, we've talked a lot about Ty Freifogel, how much he struggled this season. It's been frustrating. It's been disappointing. He's still caught the ball a decent amount. He's been targeted a lot, dropped a lot of passes, but five receptions is fairly easy for him, especially if Jack Tuttle and the Hoosiers are going to do this kind of um, short passing game, screen passes, passes into the flat, things like that. That's, I mean, he had seven receptions last week, and most of those were just simple like that, those quick little screen passes get them the ball, let them try to make some plays. So five receptions, that's been a number he's generally hit, except for that Cincinnati game all season. So that also seems like a low number. So under 324.5 passing yards and three and a half touchdowns for C.J. Stroud, over five receptions for Ty Freifogel, 
There were other prize picks props on there you guys can look at if you're feeling confident. I would target those three uh, and try to win some money. I know I certainly am going to try to this weekend. Wraps up another week of Locked on Hoosiers for us, guys. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Uh, We'll be back on Monday with a reaction to whatever happens this weekend. Hopefully, one of these days we'll beat Ohio State. Get that monkey off our back. Why not make it this weekend? That'd be a lot of fun. It'd be a a bright spot in the season that's been remarkably frustrating. Uh, Now, for your second listen, head on over to Locked on Buckeyes. As I mentioned earlier, we did a preview podcast with Jay Stevens for Thursday. Head on over there, see what he has to say as the final tune-ups for the Buckeyes before this IU game. Make sure you leave a rating and review for us over uh, wherever you guys listen to your podcast, wherever it's available. really helps us out. I want this to be a conversation, so if you leave a review, I'll read it on air. So if you have any questions, anything like that, we'll do that, get you guys covered for that. Uh, We'll be back next week with more shows with Jared, more uh, talk about this team, hopefully some optimism and some positivity next week. The Hoosiers are able to provide us. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Most importantly, have a good Friday. Have a great weekend, guys. Let's go Hoosiers and L-E-O.